0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 499. Carving out time for your spouse and planning a summer vacation the whole family can enjoy by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Hi, OLD friend. I'm Joss Marie and welcome back to my show. I'm here to bring you some of the best relationship content we can find online. And many of our listeners actually enjoy tuning into the show during their morning commute for a motivational start to the day. How do you enjoy listening? Let us know right in Facebook, simply search for Optimal Living Daily on Facebook and request access to join. And with that, I'll be narrating two posts today by New York Times bestselling author Julie Morgan Stern, who shares some advice about marriage and family. So if you'd like to hear more posts like this, simply hit subscribe in your podcast app to be notified of the latest episodes. But with that, let's get right into Julie's posts and start optimizing your life. Carving Out Time for Your Spouse by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com The Scene You're finally alone with your spouse, out for a nice dinner, and all you can talk about are the kids. Did you talk to Miss So-and-so about the science project? Are you taking, insert kid's name, to piano lessons on Saturday, or am I? We have to figure out what camps we're doing this summer. Can you believe that hilarious thing, insert kid's name, did last night? Once you have children, it's almost as if you forget how to have a real adult conversation. It's so easy to revert to talking about kid logistics or kid activities or kid anything, but that comes at a cost to the sense of connection you have with your significant other. One of the key principles of my new book, Time to Parent, is that taking care of yourself is essential to your ability to care for your child. Deep connections to your significant other and close friends are nourishing and satisfying in a different way than the love and affinity you feel for your children. Being a parent is not the only thing you are, right? It's also not what brought you and your spouse together to begin with. For the health of your relationship and your own well-being, it's essential to make time for each other with no kids involved. And once you have squared away that time to protect it as sacred, separate and apart from your lives and identities as parents, here are five ideas to get you started. Number one, discuss as many logistics as you can over email. One couple I know takes care of as many kid and household logistics as possible over email. This includes who's picking up who when, who's ordering new car seats, last-minute grocery lists, scheduling changes, which they put into a shared family Google calendar. It means they don't spend the time they do have face-to-face talking logistics. It also creates a record of what they decided. Number two, babysitters are an important investment. I get it. Babysitters are expensive. Start thinking of your sitter as an investment in your marriage. The $40 or $80 or $100 spent is worth it if it means creating the space for a quality connection. Once you're out, kid-related topics are off-limits. Number three, the magic of day dates. Instead of going out in the evening, do something with your spouse during the day when you already have childcare lined up for the kids. Sure, you may need to take a personal or vacation day to make it happen, but what better way to spend that time than a day-long date? Go to the beach, take a walk through the city, go on a long bike ride. And if taking a full day off just isn't possible, how about a lunch or a late afternoon coffee date? Number four, find your daily glue. Couples who manage to stay connected in the throes of child-rearing find ways to keep in touch in little ways throughout the workday. Aim for three to five different points of connection during the day. Could be an email, a quick text change, a couple of short phone calls. Those tiny connection points will make it easier for you to connect in person at home. It also feels good to have someone who knows what your daily existence is like. And number five, do the dishes together. Some couples prefer to split up the nightly duties. One parent cleans up from dinner while the other honcho's getting the kids ready for bed. But if time with your significant other is hard to come by, consider doing the dishes together after the kids are asleep. Washing and drying dishes isn't exactly a romantic outing, but it's 20 to 25 minutes of undistracted time you can spend together. Do that a couple of times a week and you're likely to feel much more connected. A 75-year study at Harvard University, known as the Grant study, found that strong relationships are the most important ingredient to well-being over a long life. Spending quality time alone with your significant other is good for you and your kids. Planning a Summer Vacation the Whole Family Can Enjoy, by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. For many families, summer is the most relaxing of all seasons. Without the hustle and bustle of school year schedules and homework, everyone has an easier time relaxing and living in the moment. Family vacations are a wonderful way for kids and parents to spend quality time together. It's time to create the space for deeper conversations that may feel too rushed in everyday life you'll also create shared memories that become part of your history as a family. So, whether you're getting out of town or planning a staycation, here's how to spend your time in ways the whole family will enjoy. Number one, do activities that are of interest to your kids. Sure, this is a given, but it doesn't mean you should spend your summer vacation chasing Pokemon if that is what your kid likes to do. This is your vacation too, after all. It does mean you should incorporate your kids' interests into your plans and not assume they'll be happy going along with whatever the adults want to do. Build in something kid-centric every day that your children can look forward to, whether it's an hour at the park, a trip to the batting cages, or a kid choice movie night, to keep everyone happy. Commit as family to activities that are important to your children and experience it through their eyes. Number 2. Discover something new together Make a point to do something on vacation that you've never done before. Expose the whole family to a new experience, a cultural event, nature walk, learning how to make cotton candy. Family adventures, big or small, will give you a window as a parent into what makes your kids laugh, what excites them, and how they interact with the world. There's something more engaging for everybody about a new adventure. And number three, be spontaneous. The surprise factor goes a long way in creating memories on summer vacation and in regular life. Two child development experts, Annie Pleschett Murphy and Lawrence Steinberg, say the most memorable moments from childhood aren't expensive vacations or fancy dinners. They're the little surprises, such as, let's go get an ice cream cone before dinner, or let's go to the park in our pajamas. How can you bend the rules or shake things up? Letting go and really relaxing can be a hard thing for many parents. When you're used to keeping a bunch of balls in the air, it can feel scary to let a few balls, say, strict bedtimes or healthy dinners, drop for the week. My advice? Go easy on yourself. One of the benefits of creating strong family routines is that you can be flexible and completely ignore them every so often. Don't worry. You'll be able to get everyone back on track when you need to. Just let go and enjoy. You just listened to the post titled, Carving Out Time for Your Spouse and Planning a Summer Vacation the Whole Family Can Enjoy by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. I love how Julie suggests to be spontaneous and also experience activities with your kids through their eyes. It's crazy how once you let your guard down and, as Julie says, let a few of those balls drop to the ground every so often, how freeing it feels. I also like a reminder to carve out sacred time for you and your spouse on a regular basis. I know all too well how easy it is to let this time fall to the curb when things get busy. So hopefully you find Julie's tips as helpful as I do. And with that, let's wrap it on up. Have a great Thursday, and hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow for the 500th episode, where your optimal life awaits.